0: Welcome to the Life Course podcast from the ESRC, International Centre for Life Course Studies at UCL. In today's episode, Dr Claire Mordit discusses her PhD research looking at whether coming from a disadvantaged background is in itself linked with a poor lifestyle in adulthood.
1: I wanted to look at whether coming from a disadvantaged background influenced a person's lifestyle during their adulthood. And this, this came from reading the literature, which suggested that people from more disadvantaged circumstances in childhood, so that could be social or economic, things like uh, having a low income, um, lower levels of education, that these, these disadvantaged circumstances were related to negative health-related behaviours in adulthood, by which I mean smoking, heavy alcohol consumption, a diet high in, high in sugar and fat, and low in fruit and vegetables and uh, lack of physical activity. And so I was particularly interested to see whether these disadvantaged social circumstances in childhood in itself predicted lifestyles in adulthood, or whether person's uh, circumstances in adulthood had a greater influence on their lifestyle at the same age. Okay, so where did you get your information from? Two British birth cohort studies, which have been running in the United Kingdom, and following people over time from when they were born, either in 1958 or 1970. So the information on uh, childhood social circumstances came from cohort members when they were aged 10 or 11. And this information either came from the cohort member themselves or from their parents. And the information on social circumstances in adulthood and also lifestyles in adulthood came from the cohort members when they were aged um, either 30 or 34. And these, uh, these cohorts are an amazing rich
0: source of fantastic data for researchers like you. I wonder what sorts of questions those people who took part in those studies were asked that made it possible for you to look at those potential links between having a, a disadvantaged background, coming from a disadvantaged background and those worse health behaviours that
1: you described late, later on in life. These cohorts are amazing resource um, in the UK. We're, we're very um, privileged to have them and there's a wealth of information. I used data that was taken from questions which are asked around their economic situation. So, um, for instance, does the family live in a privately owned or rented or social housing? Is this housing overcrowded? Does the child receive uh, free school meals? Questions asking around the income of the family and whether they're in receipt of any benefits associated with low income. And also, um, in terms of childhood social circumstances, questions were asked around the parents' level of education. And their teachers also reported on the parents' interest in their child's education. In terms of adulthood uh, social circumstances, there were questions around um, the income um, received weekly for the household. Again, did they receive benefits associated with low income? Were they living in privately owned accommodation, rented or social housing? And was this overcrowded and there was also a question around car ownership to kind of get an idea of their, their level of wealth and, and other assets that they might have they were again asked as adults they were asked about their educational history and their occupation um, and also about the occupations of people that they tend to socialize with to get a, a kind of a measure of their their cultural environment and what about when it came to their
0: lifestyle as adults what what questions were they asked about that
1: People were asked uh, whether they smoked, either now or in the past, and if they smoked now, how many cigarettes they smoked, whether they drank alcohol, and if so, how much and how often. And how often they ate fruit and vegetables, fried food and sweet foods in a week, and also the frequency of their physical activity. In a month. So that gave you lots of data to go on.
0: Let's move now to, to some of the key things that, that you, you found that you, you actually you know dug
1: out of that data and tell us about those. Yeah, so I think the key finding of the study was that although being socially disadvantaged as a child was associated with later disadvantage in adulthood, so they were related, there was no link between childhood disadvantage and more negative health-related behaviours in adulthood. and. We did find a link between social disadvantage in adulthood and health-related behaviours at the same age. So this suggested that um, it's people's immediate social circumstances that impact on their lifestyles as opposed to their um, lifestyles in childhood, so their social circumstances in childhood, which is in line with other research. Um, For example, studies have found that being on a low income can be a barrier to buying fresh fruit and vegetables and taking part in physical activity. But that's Childhood social circumstances were strongly related to your circumstances in
0: adulthood. Now, you looked also at at two different cohorts, as you said, people born in fifty eight and seventy. Were there any differences, and do we learn anything about how, if at all, things
1: have changed from one generation to another, if you like? So, in our study, we we found that this relationship between disadvantaged circumstances in childhood and adulthood and the relationship with adulthood lifestyles was the same for men and women in both cohorts so this suggests that although things have changed over time these relationships seem to be stable and therefore that the relationship between social circumstances and lifestyle are likely to be the same for children and adults in Britain today. Mm. and That's of that's concern, right? And, you know, for policymakers and all
0: those interested to ensure that children from all backgrounds, no matter what their background, have the same opportunities to live a healthy and happy life. What would you say are sort of the key messages here? Yeah,
1: I think that's, this is, you know, a really important point. And, I mean, our findings suggest that if you are in a more socially disadvantaged circumstance as a child, It doesn't necessarily mean that you'll drink and smoke um, more heavily as an adult or have a poor diet or do less physical activity as an adult. It's not predetermined and that with the right support, these behaviours can be modified in adulthood or at any any age. You really need a a life course approach to uh, modify these behaviours. But I think that means there's a positive message um, for public health practitioners and policymakers out there because it shows that we can intervene at all stages and improve people's lifestyles throughout. It's never too late. But I think, I think one of the most important points as well is that what, what this shows is that we need to consider people's social circumstances when we're trying to modify health behaviours. So it's important that people have decent jobs, fair wages um, and welfare provisions that allow them to meet their basic needs, which will reduce barriers to having a healthier lifestyle. It's important that we don't blame individuals for their poor lifestyles and that we need to consider how maybe having more disadvantaged circumstances could be impacting on their lifestyles and and inhibiting them from, from making positive changes.
0: Thanks for listening to the Life Course Podcast, which is presented and produced by Chris Garrington. The clustering of health-related behaviours in a British population sample testing for cohort differences is researched by Claire Mordit, Amanda Sacker, Annie Britton, Yvonne Kelly and Noriko Cable and is published in Preventive Medicine.